0: In this episode, we meet up with content creator Ingeborg Arul to talk about her role, her first year of work after graduation, serendipity, and the importance of knowing your audience and your client. Okay, so we're jumping down to Oslo today to talk to Ingeborg Arul, who is a content creator uh, for Plus Culture. Hi, Ingeborg. How are you?
1: Hi, I'm good,
0: and how about you? Good. It's uh, it's a dark. Uh, it's getting darker and darker up here uh, on the west coast and uh, in Norway generally. I think so. Yeah. so uh, it, it's uh, winter. Winter is rapidly approaching. So today we're going to talk about your role and and your career so far, and kind of get a sense of of your pathway and some insight uh, in, into kind of like what a content creator does uh, in 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 plus culture and i'm really interested also kind of like how you started out how you got there the different experiences you've had uh because you graduated over a year just over a year ago yeah uh so is this your first sort of professional job since since graduation
1: yes it is and i've been working here for a year now yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: Uh, in october um after i graduated from volda I got on uh, or actually I was at home and uh, my mom got a visit from a local carpenter. Right. Uh and he uh, told me that um his company Systemhus which is a huge uh, house builder in Norway. Right. They were uh, uh, cycling to um from Oslo to Paris to uh, gather money for child cancer. And they needed someone who could uh, document this uh, with film and publish on social media. And I said I could join. So I went uh, for a two-week trip uh, where I filmed every day and published. This project made uh, some new arrangements later on right because uh, systemhus needed more help in another project they they hired a company in oslo to do another project and that was plus culture and they needed more help in uh, visual production uh, video documenting the project uh, and then plus culture asked if i needed a job like full-time job or if i wanted to be a freelancer uh so i told them i i'd like to have a full job since then i've been working here
0: <laughs> so so it li- literally job opportunities can come out of nowhere through the people you know in in, in your surroundings and it's great that you have just lent into that and saw saw how and then just let yeah. it kind of happen yeah
1: I, th- I think it's very funny that i got a Media job through a carpenter, a local carpenter at home, <laughs> because uh, I, I didn't have a lot of contacts uh, in the branch. Yeah, yeah. in Norway, um, but suddenly I got a job in Oslo, just right. a couple of months after graduation
0: and it's not it's not just luck you know I think I think you put you put stuff out in the world and you have the right attitude and stuff that 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 translates yeah
1: yeah I got the job on the basis of the production I made for that Paris uh, trip yeah the interview for the job was very practical so I got to uh, they got to see what I could do in a short amount of time with uh, very little information about the project.
0: <laughs> Great. So in in your role as content creator uh, uh, full time now then. So what what kind what kind of stuff does that involve?
1: First of all, Plus Culture uh, was actually a consulting firm uh, right. making uh, positive work culture in businesses and uh but when they sold in like uh, workshops and stuff, they also sold in a lot of films. And mm-hmm. films that takes on the work culture and their values and so on. Okay,
0: so like doc- documenting what yeah. is going on. Yeah, okay, and we yeah. also
1: make like internal videos so the employers can understand what the what their workplace stands for.
0: Right. So so internal communication. Yeah, yeah, mostly. Yeah, yeah.
1: So small productions, mostly two minute videos projects where we have to document a lot of workshops. Maybe some kickoffs and a lot of uh, post-production stuff. We actually had a quite big project now uh, in October. Right. Uh, it, it was like a mobility forum. Uh, they used to have it uh, physically, but uh, because of COVID, they couldn't this year. Yeah. So they had 200 participants watching this uh, multi-camera setup we made. Uh, and it was kind of like a talk show. So we also have done a multi-camera talk show for a customer as well. And people people
0: forget that the companies employ many of the techniques of uh, entertainment uh, style formats or or, or content yeah. to then internally communicate. And therefore, all the skills that you you learn to do it for entertainment are also equally applicable. In these other contexts, in these other in these other areas yeah. that people don't necessarily know of or see that much of unless they're in that work culture.
1: Uh, we have a lot of focus to not make these uh, regular boring uh, business movies uh, where yeah. someone just stands there and talk. And, or, and also on that mobility forum that people don't stand in front of a screen and talks like every other webinar these days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we try to make it more fun for people to watch so they actually can understand the content and remember it.
0: When I was starting out, there used to be a company like that in the UK that employed lots of famous comedians like uh, John Cleese and stuff to make yeah. these kind of internal things. And and I can remember uh, talking to one of them and saying that actually they made more money out of doing this for companies than they did making television programs. <laughs> yeah. Because actually the companies often uh, have better budgets or or can or have more of a drive for it, I guess it's less of a risk for them. Yeah.
1: I guess um, we experience that the customers are more willing to spend more money on internal productions nowadays than before. Uh, when I started off, um, uh, we are just like four or five employees in plus culture, and I was the only one working on content or video production. Uh, but now we had to uh, uh, get extra video producers or right. content creators, uh, freelancers, because we have so much video production these days, uh, especially after COVID.
0: And are you finding that our are, are companies now, because this has become the sort of new normal, yeah. being remote working and all of these things, therefore where people used to go to a seminar or, or even a meeting sometimes, now now they have to communicate differently. Yeah. Are people also now seeing the, the value of it more as well? Because people needed to be pushed a little bit towards that.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. We see uh, some customers, they expect us to set up one camera and maybe film, as I mentioned, someone talking in front of a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Uh, but we show them that they can make the content great also for the ones watching it and make make it more uh, professional than just a normal webinar or meeting.
0: And and that that's not just... Because that's not even a budgetary thing sometimes, is it? It's no. just allowing creativity.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we've had some customers who are very traditional. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But we managed to sell in uh, some more fun ideas to tell their story or tell their budget or quarter results <laughs> and how, how do you find
0: because i think that's quite often the diffi- the difficult thing when you're starting out is getting used to clients who are not necessarily aware of what can be done or can be a bit more traditional and so forth and do you have a process of like how you how you come up with the idea with them or do do they because when i've done things like this they come and say i want a video <laughs> yeah and then, and then how much will it cost and it's that process of of putting forward the idea and trying to understand what they need. Do, do you have a process for that, or does it change? Yeah, yeah.
1: We uh, we try to understand what our customers uh, stands for, what their values yeah. are, how they
0: their vision is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and how they uh, visualized themselves in social media or so on before. Yeah. But most important is to know your customer to make good content for them and also for their customers again, or employees. Yeah. But we do, uh, after we've come to know the customer, we have a creative process uh, internal in plus culture and maybe with two or three contacts in, mm. in our uh, customer businesses. And then we try to sell in the most creative and fitting concepts for them. For cool. productions and
0: do the production uh, it'd be nice to sort of get an overview of the kind of productions and the do you do like all different kinds of platforms all different kinds of genres it'd be interesting to sort of what what's the kind of range of stuff you find yourself you've mentioned multi-camera but yeah yeah uh,
1: multi-camera isn't that often uh, yeah. after covid it's been a lot of streaming and so so on uh yeah but before that, we made uh, some customer movies, right? both where we do interviews, but also where we make a story that can visualize their products and services in yeah. another way. Um, yeah. We don't want to go in that documentary um, style. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. 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 Uh,
1: because that's very corporate and very traditional. Uh, yes. So we try to make more like, or we have more focus on the storytelling, trying to come up with good examples of how a uh, situation could be for them or yeah.
0: Right. And, and 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 do you also make content for their social feeds or is it all kind of internal stuff?
1: Uh, we also make a lot of videos for uh, like LinkedIn. Right. Actually the project that made me uh, work here was uh, mostly on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, right. So we, we do different kinds of platforms uh, also internally, some Some have own uh, like internal websites or um, where they publish videos and courses and yeah.
0: So you you could be creating an element for any of these things for like internal websites, corporate training, Uh, shareholder type yeah. meetings or, or yeah so it can be a real range the core components I suppose are the same it's video it's it's yeah editing so, so yeah do you do you as a content creator have to have these all-round skills to be able to do everything
1: absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs> um when they hired me they thought I only could do b-rolls and some editing right uh, and honestly I don't know how I got uh, it must have been during uh, the three years in Volda where I where I am um, learned to use Premiere and the other Adobe apps to just like play around with it and learn. Yeah. Uh, and suddenly, when I started to work more with it, it's it kind of got it. I got it into my fingers. Uh, so yeah. now I'm very effective, and it goes very smoothly.
0: I suppose you have to shoot stuff. You have to edit stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, i I remember as well you're, you're quite an accomplished storyboard artist do you do you have to use those skills now or?
1: yeah that was I was coming to that <laughs> <laughs> uh, They thought I only could do like film and uh, post-production but then I showed them my drawing skills and then they saw the opportunity to use storyboards in more and more productions even if it's very yeah. small productions it's more likely that we can sell in more creative stories and ideas to the customer if we have a visual storyboard right. on it yeah so we we try to sell in storyboards in our um, projects and uh, i also begun to do a lot of graphics right. so work a little bit in after effects and um, making sometimes logos for our live streams and so on I, I
0: mean certainly certainly content creators who are working in this space i talk to increasingly say some basic after effects skills and being able to do sort of motion design and, and, and graphic, you know, it's not necessarily that you have to do it to a high visual effects standard, but being able to do it is really helpful.
1: Yeah. Or at least understand the program. We mostly buy out uh, templates and edit them as it suits us or the customer. Yeah. Um, But the more, you know, and can do the better.
0: So, so yeah, the, the, and, and do you find that also as a content creator using some pre-existing assets and kind of pre-formed things yeah. that i know i know sometimes in in school situations people would call that cheating but, but yeah. in, in, in the harsh reality when you're on a tight time scale and stuff actually it's it's a good it can be an incredibly good way to do, to do it
1: yeah because we we only have tight time schedules or yeah. deadlines so uh, we don't even sell in time to make graphics. And we don't have the competence either to make from make it from scratch. Yeah. Uh, and I also think there are uh, those content creators or designers that make these. And we are like a part of... Yeah, so we, we buy it so they can make money as well. They've spent time on making them. And it's only cool if someone can use it. And it honestly makes all of our productions more professional. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. To to buy out these kind of graphics, and the budgets uh, allow it as well. It's like yeah. twenty dollars for a a template package with lower thirds or washes or yeah. transitions, and, and that uh, really heightens the um, quality of the productions.
0: And and do you have to do much photography as well in in the role or?
1: No, we we haven't. Done so much of simple photography, or like no, it's mostly videos. Yeah. Sometimes we like do behind the scenes shots and films, but uh, my main focus uh, is to film and uh, edit.
0: And and so how how many how many projects can you have sort of on the go at one? T- like, are you are you constantly juggling lots at different stages or?
1: Uh, ever since I started working here, it's been. Uh, at least four or five projects at one time. Some bigger, some are small. Um, this fall, it's been a lot of large projects. And I mean, it's it's really nice to have the opportunity to still work in these times. There are people who lose their jobs. yeah. Uh, but sometimes I can also feel it's um, quite overwhelming with so many large projects for a so uh, small uh, business as we are. But we yeah. do come around and we hire uh, other content creators to help us out when uh, when it's a lot to do.
0: What, what's the kind of turnaround time or, or, or how long would a normal project sort of take to from beginning to end?
1: I will say a month maybe for the regular projects, uh, then that's including customer meetings and planning and uh, idea generating and so on. And also with uh, post-production, of course.
0: In order to do that, do you have a kind of almost templated process that you follow through that to, to make sure you keep clients in your... So, so you're not reinventing the wheel of the process every time? Or uh,
1: Something we've seen now that we sh- should have made a long time ago is like a feedback document because the right. customer, uh, when they see a video several times, they find more and more things that could be different.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah.
1: That the, it takes more time than we've uh, sold in. So, uh, but yeah. uh, but we usually have like the customer meetings. We come up with an idea, we make a story, uh, and then we have production where we use a couple of days or mostly one day actually on filming, and then we set off from two to five days editing. And often the customer wants like so me videos or versions of the films. So that's like something we um, yeah. can sell in afterwards
0: and and do you find your your sort of role as a producer in managing that process and managing the clients over you know going from being a student to a, to a professional do you find you really had to quickly develop those skills to manage the clients and and manage expectations and what's that been like
1: uh, well it's been a process <laughs> um yeah. Uh, it's not until uh, this spring I kind of got more um, confident in my role as a content creator or producer. Right. I I've started to uh, see what I really can make on my own and what uh, that my ideas are actually pretty good sometimes. And then I trust myself to
0: cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: take more control over the customers and maybe the idea process in the customer meetings and so on. And also when it comes to uh, the filming, uh, I do have the, the responsibility on set. So if the customer comes and ask, would it be better to do it that way? I can actually tell them that no, because yeah, because I have the experience now and the confidence to say that my way would be better. Uh, not putting it that way, of course, but...
0: No, no, but the, and, and that, that, that takes
1: a little bit of time to develop that, doesn't it? Because you try a lot of different stuff and you see that something doesn't work and then you learn till next time that maybe you shouldn't do it that way uh, or maybe you can do it in another way. Yeah. you I I gain experience from each project. Either it's from the idea process or if it, it's on post-production or if it's filming or anything, yeah.
0: and And I suppose, I mean... It, Every client is different yeah. as well, so you start to you start to kind of meet new new types of client, and and you you develop new skills with those. Um, and I, I think particularly as a producer, I was talking to a producer the other day, and they're saying like it it just takes time. To put yourself in all of these situations and have all of you know the chaotic ones as well as, as the ones that work well yeah. before you develop your own sense of yourself, I guess. Yeah.
1: yeah, we we do have a lot of different customers. Some are very uh, anxious. Uh, they they yeah. are afraid of because they it's mostly like HR or uh, the advertisement, and uh, and they want to to have these projects. They get a lot of money to <laughs> do. They want it to be good enough and to reflect their businesses in a good way. And then they are very anxious for us taking it too far or not doing well enough and so on. But we also have the customers who are actually content creators themselves, but ended up in a bank. And those are very fun to work with because they are uh, so, they are included kind of in the whole production from start to end. Oh, cool. That's, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. People forget that there are lots of people who are creative who may not be working in the yep. creative industries, but they are doing jobs in other big corporate environments, and they they lean into the opportunity to be creative. I think everybody has some aspect has creativity in them. So yeah.
1: So uh, we ha- we have to like adjust. We have to adjust to each customer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, of course. Yes, and 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 I, I suppose. It is also when you work in a big or reasonable size uh, corporate environment you're worried about doing the wrong thing and and when you're doing something creative that always has risks as well especially when you're trying something out mm. new you don't you don't you know the, we we've seen many social media campaigns or communication campaigns that pushed in one direction and back, I suppose everybody's worried about things going slightly wrong in the, in the, Uh,
1: we haven't actually experienced any projects not going that well yet. Cool. Uh, So I guess we've, um, we spent enough time on learning about the customers and, and yeah, their values and what, and how we should, how we should make content for them, what kind of content and so on.
0: And I think that, that that's the essential point, isn't it? Is, is, is if you understand the client or, or the audience, yeah. um, then you'll get it right. If you rush in with a, I want to make this controversial thing because I've got a burning desire to do it, that, that won't work. It's it's listening and understanding yeah. the audience and, and the client, yeah. yeah.
1: And you, you can also see that on customers that they really appreciate that we've understood them in the meetings and yeah
0: no cool so so one of the things i also wanted to ask you is is a little bit of your your background prior to going to plus culture because you you did you did your internship at uh, one big happy yeah. family is yeah. that correct so what, what was that like because you 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 did that before you graduated so. yeah
1: uh, that was a it's a very uh, professional uh, production firm uh, yeah. they have uh, quite uh large customers uh in norway right. uh, so their productions are have, are very high budget and very high quality and are sent mm-hmm. on cinemas and televisions in norway
0: right yeah
1: uh, so it was very really nice to see how a prof- professional production company worked uh from the process uh, from the beginning to the end i mean uh, but they yeah. didn't do any production internally. They rented in uh, people or other companies where they needed it, right. all from filming to uh, assistants to post production and yeah, everything.
0: So they would do it. They would do a lot of the creative direction and yeah. and and so forth. But then hire in the production crews. And, yeah, and yeah, they even yeah.
1: have like a group of directors they they can pick right. from. So so they're they're actually a group of the producers i'd say
0: yeah I, I suppose a lot of people don't always understand that about production companies that actually they're quite yeah. small even if they make huge stuff you know because when they're not in production they don't need you don't need a camera person sitting around waiting for the next mm. thing to be shot so, so but but so what was the kind of day-to-day uh thing that you would deal with in uh, working in, as a sort of uh, uh, intern in, in a production company, what kind of stuff would you be doing?
1: Uh, I went out on location scouting. Uh, right. So I uh, drove around Oslo and uh, down south. <laughs> right, yeah. And I also went for uh, shopping, actually. I Props, yeah, props and uh, costumes and so on. Yeah. Uh, I actually got to make some storyboards for them as well
0: oh cool yeah yeah
1: also casting so it was um, actually a lot of uh, different uh, tasks and uh, it made me understand more how how it works
0: yes yes so so you're sort of helping bring the production yeah. to get all the production elements together in pre-production and then and then and finding which is quite often what a production assistant will yeah. do in a production company. There's, there's also lots of kind of admin stuff and budgets yeah. and things flying around like that. Did you, did you kind of get into that? No.
1: Um, I, I kind of did the work they didn't have time for, uh, so they could use more time on the budgets and the coordinating and everything else.
0: Uh, but I,
1: I, I did see how they worked with it and I got to see how they, did their meetings with the customers and also with the directors
0: No, but yeah, and, and that probably i know in a, in a different scale and, and and different types of clients but that must also help inform what you do because you see them yeah it doesn't matter how big the process is it's still the same process it's just you know bigger props yeah. <laughs> smaller budgets yeah um,
1: yeah and that's uh, I haven't had time to kind of implement this in past culture, but we, uh, as we have uh, sold in more and more video production, we see that we have to uh, adapt to that uh, as well. So we have to be more like a production company forward and make some more structure in, in the budgets, in the production plan, uh, in everything. Uh, So we, we've actually uh, gone from being a consulting firm to, a production company <laughs> the last year
0: and that, that's that has got to be good for you because as the first content creator yeah. in there you're, you're the person that, that that kind of grows with that and sets that yeah up.
1: it's uh it's actually quite fun to think about now uh, because as i mentioned i felt kind of kind of lonely when i started in Plus culture i was the only one yeah. under 40 and i was the only one doing creative stuff but now we see that we have we're trying to make like a community with creative people in our offices right right now so we can we can sell uh, sell them in and we can use them in our projects as well so we we kind of grow now as more like a production company
0: i think people often underestimate how good it is to actually start in a small company and have to do lots of different things and grow with it rather than being somebody that goes into a massive company and you never it's very hard to make your own space in a, in a big company, but actually when you when you join a small company and grow with it, you learn all of these things quite quickly. Like yeah. you have to learn all of
1: this. Stuff. And it's actually been very uh, good for me because uh, I didn't feel like I had that much uh, experience when I started here. Uh, but right. at the same time, they didn't have so much experience with video production, they either. Both I and my uh, co-workers have learned a lot uh, about video production, uh, yeah. all from the basics to the more like visual a- uh, aesthetics with film production. Yeah. Now it's, it's, it's suddenly me who had the most uh, competence in, <laughs> in film in the company. Uh, and that's very fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean and, and that's good because like as more and more people come in as well, yeah. you, you you can take a a more overview and, and and you can nurture other people as well and I think that that, that can be a very rewarding process is actually yeah. growing a growing a team of people as well as and and passing on what you've learned in the process too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and that's also when I realized that I've learned a lot when I can teach it to others. Because for me, it's yeah. just like everyday work. I like the normal setup with an interview or when I edit, and all that, that's, that basic film stuff uh, is very new to my coworkers, for example. Yeah. And then I understand that this is really a profession, kind of. I, I've known that before, but I understand it more now that it's not something everyone knows
0: no and, and 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 do you find as you do it more and more because i i think i mean i i've obviously known you since you were a student and you always had you always had that attitude of kind of getting getting things done being pragmatic focusing and you know you, you were never somebody who who didn't know what they were doing um <laughs> And, and and no no but 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 like like I think you always had a strong sense of who who you were. You might not have always had the confidence no. in self belief, but you were always capable. You are one of those people that grows in capability without shouting about it, whereas some people shout about their capabilities and never grow.
1: Well, that's uh, actually something um, a coworker of me said here, uh, because uh, I was actually filming her and my boss. Mm and then then i just started to like set up the lights and the camera and everything and i just did it i didn't s- tell them what i did and they could like prepare yeah. for getting filmed uh, and then she suddenly says it's so nice to just see you do your stuff and focusing on just getting it done and that's not it's not something i think about when i do it i, j- I just work i just want to get it done as you say and
0: I suppose I, I was sort of leading to, because you you had a background in the military before studying, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, uh, one year.
0: So so I, I wondered sometimes whether almost like one year in the military gives you that, that there's a certain kind of work ethic or a certain approach that you realize like certain things have to get done and there's a certain way of yeah. people helping. Do you know what I mean? I, there's, there's definitely something in comparison to maybe people who haven't had that experience.
1: Yeah, it's something I really... Uh took with me from the military was that nobody's stronger than the weakest link uh, and that's very important uh, also in uh, in the normal life and in work life and yeah uh, and it's not it's not about uh, when you get done you get to go home while others have to work because they didn't get on you you help them out and try to play play those around you good as well and I also learned that there are kind of no good excuses to to not be effective and get things done it's just just do it like nike (laughs) yeah (laughs) no no i mean i i i can
0: remember like um yeah you you, out out of all of the people i think like you were definitely somebody that would sort of roll up your sleeves and just get stuff done that needed you you know you you don't wait to be told to do something you just you'll you'll scan around and if you see something that needs to be done you'll do it and i think that that that's ideal for a producer that, that's exactly what a producer needs to do they need to be able to look around and, and and manage things and i i wonder sometimes like maybe you 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 are an emergent future leader without realizing it
1: <laughs> yeah we'll see i've actually read uh, because I'm, um, I'm i'm a little bit introverted um and i read now that the best leaders are actually introvert because they listen to people and they and they see them rather than just like boss around
0: yeah and i think that and and particularly modern leadership i think yeah. um i think there was a time when shouting and being all you know but i think in recent politics we may have seen that that hasn't worked out so well <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so yeah. No, I, th- I, th- I think seeing people and wanting to help people and nurture people, but also having a sense of yourself as not being the most important person, but yeah. understanding your role to kind of manage things. And I, I can, just the way you've been describing things and, and what I know of you, there's a strong sense of that in you. And and it's something that you, you I, I could see you going towards. And as you described Kind of growing this team, I can see you taking on on more yeah. of that role. You know, and, uh, at and...
1: least like in film production, in the part of film production in our company, I'm starting to get more and more responsibility and do things on my own. Um, when I started off, I I did have my boss or other coworkers in uh, customer meetings, but now I can do them myself as long as it's uh, video. Or storytelling related yeah and i really i really like to <laughs> i like to work by myself but i also like to work in creative teams and or be creative in teams i, I like that a lot and like with a multi-camera production we had i really liked seeing everyone working so well with cameras and to see everyone work as a team and that's kind of what content or video or film production is a it's it's not only people sitting and editing in a dark room it's also a lot of teamwork to get the right story to develop the right story and to kind of also get it right on film and visualize it visualize it in the right way
0: it's funny because i think um it'd be interesting in what your thoughts like when you work on student productions there are teams there are but I suppose when people are students, there is always a slight desire for for, for people to try and shine yeah. or, or or people to take. Like, do you find there is a different dynamic when you then go into a professional environment? And I wonder if you if you could ident- identify the differences because I think sometimes it's good for students to hear that like, you don't have to be a certain way when yeah. you're doing you can you can be a prof- professional in a student production as well as a, a, a professional one I just wondering on reflection can you see the difference?
1: yeah when it's professional you have to have um, a clear idea of who's doing what both from the customer side but also uh, from your side um, and something that was kind of new to me was that a content creator or visual producer Uh, these days are supposed to do everything themselves. That's my perspective, is that teamwork is the key, but at the same time, uh, we have to do a lot of work by ourselves. But that means that we have to have a clear uh, plan on everything that should be done. And as I mentioned, play each other uh, good, or (laughs) as we say in Norway.
0: I think that's a good point, because I think sometimes people think I just want to be a camera operator or I want to just be an editor. And actually many of the opportunities, particularly upon graduation, you need to be able to do everything to a a good standard, not necessarily like to Netflix standard, but you need to to be able to do it to a good standard across the board, which also involves the planning and the storytelling. You don't get to pick one little bit of it and say, I don't like the other stuff.
1: No, um, I've realized that one of my... um... Or there was one positive thing with me being uh, uh, uncertain of what I wanted to be or what I wanted to get out of uh, the media production in uh, Volda. Uh, I had no idea, and when I graduated, graduated, I I did not know what I wanted to do. Didn't have any. Uh, clear plan of what I want to, wanted to do in media production um, and that was really nice because then I got to learn lo- a lot of stuff uh, I'm not good at one specific thing but I I managed to deliver and I think it's very you, you should be open to do more than just one specific thing and you kind of um, you need to be flexible on learning new stuff and you You have to adapt to new trends, new technologies, new forms of storytelling. It's really only a positive positive thing to know both the camera, uh, post-production, the planning, writing. I, I don't think people should choose too early on what they want to do or what they want to work with. Uh, I believe there's a reason we we are going through. Everything we do, like there's a reason uh, that I went to Paris. There's yep. a reason I chose Volda as a study place or college, uh, because every step you take in your life is one more step to where you end up. And my mom always says <laughs> that everything's good for something. Uh, even if you had like a bad year you have something good from it you have maybe experienced that you need that bad year to have several good years or
0: no no for sure yeah i think th- i think um you have to lean into every opportunity well. Yeah, and and you don't know how it's going to pan out you don't really have that much con- like nobody can map out and plan their entire no. career just doesn't work that way so so you do have to go through these ups and downs and the good stuff comes often out of the things you didn't Absolutely. expect. Uh,
1: so you have to be open for new opportunities, as you said, and yeah, just be open-minded about working in creative businesses.
0: Because what, what, one one bold move that you took of, of a, a slightly sort of, uh, to experience something new is whilst whilst you were at Volda, you, you also took a semester yeah. to Denmark at VIA. And what, what was the, what, kind of extra perspectives did you get there because it's it's good because you went into quite an international group of people and
1: um, first of all I experienced that when I told my classmates and friends that I was going to Denmark they were like are you only going to Denmark aren't you going to Australia or New Zealand or China right. yeah and I said no I want to go to Denmark because they seem to have a good school and they seem to have a very good program and when I went there I met a lot of creative people that really they were so excited for video production uh, many of them didn't have any video production uh, experience from before but they right. they learned so quickly and uh, were quite inspiring in many ways both storytelling wise uh, and yeah just the whole way of thinking about things really
0: and having all those different perspectives all yeah. kind of come together in this fusion, and it can be, it's the people sometimes rather than the place, right? <laughs> so, so
1: I I thought Denmark seemed like a very good school and place. People that I went in class with there were also very. Uh, they had the same opinion that this. It, it's kind of like for those who want to gain something else than just the experience of studying abroad. They actually wanted something um, practical or uh, they wanted to learn also something from it.
0: Because I, I, I certainly remember when you came back from there, it's like you'd had this injection of, yeah. of <laughs> en- energy and, and sort of creative. And, it, and and I think also it it gave you, I don't know, maybe a, a, a confidence boost or or... or it gave you something that that changed your dynamics yeah. slightly. Maybe it was just also being around a whole diverse group of people rather than. Um... Um,
1: some of the difference from the class back home in Volda and the class in Denmark was that everyone wanted to to do or or to make everyone good in the class right. uh, in Denmark. Yeah. That is, yeah, everyone wanted to learn something. Everyone wanted to teach each other something new uh, both in video in marketing in fashion we had like the fashion experience uh, and made fashion videos wow yeah yeah so it was a very good environment to grow in and to create stuff in really
0: yeah and i think i think it's so important because i think sometimes on your your general media courses you do have a lot of similar thinking people or, or or people who are lots of people who want to do camera lots of people who want to do and and i mean certainly the university i went to had fashion design i mean we even had had furniture design and we all had to kind of make stuff together and and i i found that that cross level of creativity more rewarding than just hanging out with people who thought the same way as me
1: yeah absolutely and and that's also maybe something i've experienced the last year In plus culture, with working with different customers and uh, different people who have different kind of uh, creative ideas and perspectives. Yeah. So I I think diversity is very important to grow and to be more open-minded. And
0: And so... Do you do you have any sort of wishes, desires of kind of where your career goes, or are you?
1: I have no idea, and uh, I I only believe that everything's working out somehow. I I don't mean that yeah. I just sit and wait on things to happen, but I I always believe that I will get somewhere uh, if I put in the right amount of work and effort in something. Yeah, and and
0: I suppose you know it. You you you're at that first stage of your career, you've got many yeah. years ahead of you and, and it can go in lots of weird and wonderful ways. You know, you can suddenly find yourself living in New York or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, 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 all, all of these things can kind of happen and you don't, you don't know. I suppose if you were talking to yourself on graduation day, what would you now, like now sort of 18 months down, what would you say to yourself upon sort of graduation day?
1: Uh, relax. It's the first thing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, it's going to work out. Spend more of your spare time on doing the creative stuff that you like to do uh, so that you can learn learn more out, uh, out of it. Yeah. D- don't do it just to have a hobby, but do it to learn and do it to evolve in your skills.
0: Yeah. I, I think that, that that's an important thing when you're a student. You do have, you know, it, it's it's the one time in life that you have possibly a certain level of free time to work on your craft yeah. or, or practice at no expense. Um, and I think it's very easy to fall into the trap of like, I'll I'll just go to the bar.
1: Yeah, you you need to be social as well. But I I regret on not spending more of my spare time on learning more. Uh, about media production, content creation, uh, even marketing to understand how to yeah. uh, make the right content for yeah, the right people and so on. A lot of people have a tendency to blame the school or blame the programs for not covering covering enough, but <laughs> uh, three years is not enough to cover everything either. No you, you have to be must want to learn you must want to
0: you have to be sort of motivated
1: yeah motivated yeah and and
0: and i suppose you you in this particular business because it constantly changes and new things evolve all the time you never you can never really stop learning
1: never because uh, the industry is always new with technologies social media have uh, a lot of impact on uh, storytelling so you have to be open-minded and you have to adapt to the new times and new trends uh, that comes up of course basic uh, storytelling takes you far but you have to adapt and be updated on the future
0: no and i mean i tell people often I'm old enough that when I was at university, the internet hadn't <laughs> barely been invented. So, so like everything I learned at university about making stuff only goes so yeah. far because if I hadn't learned about the internet afterwards, then I, didn't, I wouldn't have done 90% of the work I did after graduating.
1: Yeah, even if you're gradu- graduated, you are not done. Yeah, you have to learn new stuff for every new customer, for every new project, for every new job, I guess you have to adapt to new platforms new yeah new environments and technologies and
0: It's great to hear that because usually whenever I've taught first years about social media and stuff yeah. they go why are we learning this why do i need to know this <laughs> and and
1: that's kind of the internet for you
0: Yes yeah and it, it, it's <laughs> I suppose, you know, it doesn't matter what you teach at any year in that, it will yeah. change the next year. But at least if you are thinking about, you know, there are a lot of jobs creating content yeah. in that space. Uh, there are actually less jobs creating television yeah. or, or Netflix shows. So 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 actually it's good to know this stuff because actually that that's certainly at least early yeah. jobs, you know, and maybe you, you in time evolve to other stuff. But yeah.
1: And that's actually something I didn't uh, see the importance of, myself when i was a student the social media part um because i thought but we we know this we are the youngsters and we use this every day but uh, it's another thing thing to really understand how to use it in a marketing point of view and to make yeah. content that hits uh, the audience
0: it's different to be a consumer than a producer yeah, yeah. and and you might be producing stuff in that space, but for a completely different audience to you, you know what you consume and how you consume it. But I, you know, I can consume electronics, but it doesn't mean I know how to make them. So um, we're we're hitting the hour now. So do you have any last sort of words of advice to people out there that that you want to leave them with?
1: Stay open-minded, use time on being creative when you can, not just use it for work but also have fun with being creative as well and learn how to make those around you as good as you are i guess yeah great
0: <laughs> great that's a great sentiment to to, to, to finish up on thank, thank you so you. much for your time ingeborg it's been it's been a great pleasure talking to you and it's been really really insightful to see uh this this part of the industry and the kind of Opportunities and the kind of work that that involves has been, and it's and it's great to hear that that you're enjoying it and and doing yeah. so well.
1: Thank you. Great. Yes,
0: speak to you soon. Better myself and I proved it. I know the industry ruthless. I'm really a threat of nooses. The Chevy you're is ruthless. Think I'm the one and I proved it. I know the industry ruthless. think you seeing the movies, it really ain't dropped. I be cooler. Look at me struggling. I'm right on the bubble.